Hey guys, welcome back to episode 5 of It's You, Not Me podcast with me, your girl, Ashley. And today is Monday, so I'm going to record this and I'm going to throw it up. Um, I was trying to record yesterday, but my kids were making a lot of noise and you could hear them in the background and I was like oh forget it because I kept losing my train of thought when even in like I had just started recording and and they weren't having it so I put my phone down and I was like you know what I'll just do it later and then I fell asleep (laughs) I fell asleep it was a long week. I worked all week and I worked all weekend. And usually I get like one night off, um, especially when I have my kids. But I worked all Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, you know, always have Sunday off. And I was just exhausted. It's like getting home at three, going to bed by like four by the time I like calm down and lay down, waking up by like eight because you know the kids they're hungry they 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 start their day early they don't give a fuck if I was up all night and then you know errands and taking care of what I got to take care of and then back home and then get ready and it's just a vicious cycle of work and I don't want to work anymore I wasn't meant for that life that's how we feel that's how we feel um but it was it's good it's picking up you know back in the nightlife, uh, for a while it was super, super, super slow, like really, really dead. And I know as like spring comes in, I'm sure it's going to get busier and busier, but I also feel like, like after the holidays and we had that like COVID outbreak and like so many people were getting sick that that kind of like went away and now people are like just over it. I feel like so many people have had it at this point that people are just like, well, I got it, you know, so now on with my life, now shots, right, that's kind of how it is, which is good for me, because um, I want their money, I want, you know, I want it to be busy, there's nothing worse than driving all the way to Pomona from LA to make, like, less than $200, like, that, it pains me, gas alone, like, to fill my tank up with $60, so, you know, do the math. Come and come and give me tips. But other than that, this week, uh, there was really nothing too exciting. Um, I just worked my ass off. So I'm just like really, really, really tired. And I was um, at work the other day at my office job. And for you guys uh, who don't know, I do work two jobs. So people, some people think I'm just a bartender. And being a bartender, there's nothing wrong with being a bartender. But I, that's like the last thing on my job list. Like when I want somebody to like, oh, this is Ashley, she's in blank. I don't want them to be like, oh, she's a bartender. I'm not a bartender. I'm not like a professional career bartender. I would rather them be like, oh, she's an actress. Oh, that is her profession. 
But people always lean towards the bartender thing, and it's really, really annoying. So uh, I also work in an office. I work for a nonprofit organization. It's a homeless shelter for women and children who suffer from homelessness or domestic violence. And I do a lot of the grunt work. Believe it or not, I am doing pickups, loading furniture, dropping furniture off, dropping stuff off, going to donations, going to the mission, doing this. That's like my main job is kind of getting everything that comes in and then kind of figuring out where it's going to go. So this past week, we did a pickup um a, a man called and he said that his girlfriend had passed away and they were packing up her entire apartment and they wanted to donate to us because, you know, she was a young woman and he thought that, you know, like her stuff would benefit the other young women, which is amazing, right? It's, that's hard. That is a hard thing to have to give away and pack somebody's life up in boxes and, and give it away, you know, and and um, we get there, we're, we're talking to her friends, it's her boyfriend and then one of her friends. And this girl was only 34 years old, 34, I'm 34, you know, and I, I can't imagine, you know, somebody going through my stuff at 34, like me not being here, obviously I have kids, so it is a little bit different, you know, I mean, Obviously, my family would be such a huge part in in that. And I I think she was probably from another state because her friends were like, they're all kind of like, they come to, you know, LA to live the LA dream kind of stories, you know, like they're all from like Nebraska or Pennsylvania. So I'm not even sure. I don't think her family was here. And that's why her friends were kind of helping her get her, you know, get her things in order. So... I was talking to the the friend that was there. There was another female friend. And, you know, just, you know, oh, asking about how their friend, you know, their friendship and how long she knew, had known her. And, you know, she goes on to say that four years ago, uh, her that's when her friend was diagnosed with cancer. And it's been a four-year battle. And unfortunately, obviously, you know, she, she lost the battle and and it's just really sad. And she was saying that they found her, um, the four years ago when she first initially got diagnosed, they found her, like, I guess they were like, people were hitting her up and she wasn't responding. And so they went over to her house and they, like, they were knocking on her door and nobody was answering. And, and so, you know, they went to go get the landlord and a landlord just can't let anybody in, but I guess under those circumstances, right, they're like, we've been trying to get a hold of her, we don't know, you know, she's not answering, she may be hurt, and they said that she was having, like, these seizures, seizures, and when they found her, and that's kind of, like, where the battle began, and I jokingly, not to them, but, like, after when me and my coworker were, like, driving home, you know, I, I made a joke that was, like, um, wow, if that was me, I probably would have just, like, nobody would have ever found me because I don't have friends kind of thing. Like, that's how I feel sometimes. It's like, I think about things like that. It's like, if I don't talk to anybody, like, nobody would save me. 
the only person that would know something was wrong would probably be my baby daddy because he'd probably be like, where's this bitch? Why hasn't she picked up the kids yet? Like that's, that is who would discover me. And that makes me so sad inside (laughs) because on a regular month, I'm going to go month, not even week in a month. Sometimes I go a month without having a conversation like an on the phone conversation, an in-person conversation with another adult, with a friend. And it sometimes it's more than a month. Yes, there's Instagram and yes, you post and people comment and there's little messages back and forth and things like that. But I'm talking about having those deep, friendly connections, like those friendship connections. Like I don't have that. And that makes me really, really sad when I think about it. And I try not to think about it because it is something that's in the back of my head you know, you'll notice, like, I don't post things of me with friends. It's rare. And it's not because, like, I just don't, like, I'm I'm really out, but I don't want anybody to know. It's not, I'm not out. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't have those friendships. I just don't. And I feel especially when you hear something like that, like somebody so young that's so close to your age and you know you see how people rally together I think you I think everybody kind of wonders like I wonder who would be there for me you know because I mean I I do wonder I I mean I'm not gonna lie I was like I've been through some of the hardest times and I've been through them alone and it's because you know people who call themselves friends they they aren't there you know or they don't want to deal with whatever issues I have or you know it doesn't fit into their life or things like that and and to an extent I get that I but but I really don't you know I I think when you are friends with somebody you're you're just there like, you're there when they need you, even if they say they don't, you know, if I know somebody's going through a hard time, like, I'm going to send, even if they don't want to talk, even if they ignore my text messages or my messages, I'm still going to send them, because I feel like they're going to know that even though they don't want it, like, somebody's there for them. Do I always get that in return? No, I don't, you know, and... And it does it bother me to an extent. You know, I, I know everybody has these busy lives. Everybody has their own stuff going on. But like, you know, everybody says people make time for what they want and for who they want. And that's facts. And if you are saying that you're my friend and you're not making the time, you're choosing not to make the time, right? You are choosing not to make the time. So... It's one of those moments where I feel like, you know, I kind of like did a little self-reflection because sometimes I, I'm just like going on with my day to day and it's so common like in my life already to not have those interactions with people that I don't, like I don't really think about it until I think about it and then I'm like, wow, I need friends. (laughs) And I know the older that I, the older that we get, I, 
I find it harder and harder to meet genuine people. Like, genuine, to make genuine connections. I never know what if there's an ulterior motive. When it comes to girls, um, like, not only girls, men especially, you know, you always, always enjoy having male friends. I, I grew up with brothers and a lot of male cousins. And for a long time, I would be the only girl with, like, you know, my brothers, my, my closest cousins. There were three boys. So it was, like, five boys and me. And I've always connected better with men. Um, girls, they don't really seem to like me that much. And I, I don't know why. You know, that's kind of, like, the question. How many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Roll pop? You know? I... I don't know. I don't know why girls don't like me. The world will never know. Like, that's how I feel. I I am a girl's girl. I love doing girl things. I'm super loyal. I, um, I'm, I'm nice if I like you. I, I don't know. I don't know. It baffles me. But, um, yeah, with men and then... I feel like men always have the ulterior, ulterior motive that they just want to hook up. At some point, they're going to make their move. They're going to try to hook up. That's how I feel. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's allergy season. I've had the worst allergies these past two days. Like, the worst. Like, my throat is so itchy. I just want to scratch it with my tongue. But anyways, yeah, like I was saying, um, when it comes to male friendships... Can I say that I've had, I've had maybe three male friendships where I feel like they, they don't cross boundaries. They don't make inappropriate comments. They don't, you know, they don't want anything from me other than friendship. Three. I'm 35 and I've, I can honestly say three. And and that's because I also keep those relationships with a distance, right? Because, yeah, because I don't want it to get to that point. I don't want it, the more time you spend with somebody, the more that they may have feelings for you. And vice versa, you know, there have been times when I've had male friends and, you know, I eventually end up um, having like a crush on them or liking them, you know. So, it, in that aspect, it does get, you know, a little bit confusing. But, I mean, I'm not, isn't, I'm not hard up for male friends. I'm, I want female friends. I want female energy. And so thinking about that really was in my head all weekend, you know. I mean, I was working. But, again, it's like one of those things where it's like my phone doesn't ring. You know, I don't have to be living in fear that anybody's going to call me or text me at any time. And there's just like another weekend, like this weekend that's coming up. You know, I, and I, I'm going to say I do work a lot and I can be flaky. 100% I can be flaky. And it's not flakiness because I'm just like, eh. Sometimes it's, I'm just tired or sometimes I'm just not in the mood. Um, and it seems more of a chore to just, you know, get up, get myself together. That's like an all-day process. 
and then go and then kind of like do all that. I don't know. I haven't been out out in a long time. Like, I want to go like dancing. I want to go. I want to get dressed up. I want to go out. I want to have a good time. I haven't haven't done that in a very, very long time. It makes me sad. (laughs) Cue the very small violins. That's how I feel. You know, it's, it is, it is rough. And I, I guess my question is, as adults, how often, you know, are you seeing your friends? How are those relationships How often do you see them? How involved are you in your friends' lives? That is the question. Because if it's, like, normal, if this is normal, please somebody tell me. Like, I would love to hear that it's normal. And I don't want to hear that it's normal because, oh, I'm so busy. We all have our own lives going on. That's bullshit. Because sometimes I'll see people that ain't doing nothing but going out And I'm just not getting the invite. So it is one of those things where people choose to hang out and spend their time with who they want to. But if I'm tripping, because sometimes I get in my feelings. I'm I'm not an emotional person, but I am an emotional person. I know that doesn't make sense. But I mean, it's like I'm not... I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to... I kind of just let things... But does it mean that it doesn't hurt my feelings? You know, I'm, I'm human. I'm human, guys. Um, but I want to know, like, what does an adult friendship look like? I've, I've always struggled in the friendship area. I'm, like, I have two friends that I've known since I was maybe, like, 13 years old. They're, like, beyond friends now. They're, pre- they're family. And they do have very busy lives. I get it, like... You know, my, one of my friends, like, she's having her first kid. She's, you know, works. She has, like, a great career. Uh, My other friend is a nurse, and she's just, you know, she works, uh, she's a hospice nurse. Her hours are ridiculously crazy. They are nonstop. So I get it. I get that life is busy. Um, But I don't worry about those friendships because that's, They've known me since I was 13. I'm 35 years old. We've been there. We've had the conversations. We've had the arguments. We've, you know, had the the petty fights. And it's at that place with them where it's like, I trust them 1,000%. I know when they're busy, it's because they're actually busy and not that they just don't want to hang out with me specifically or because they have issue with anything I do. Those friendships are like locked, like they're locked up, you know, they, they don't judge me. And I feel like there are a lot of people out there that are super judgy and, and there's a lot of people out there that, you know, want to have an opinion on how I live or the decisions that I make or the bad decisions that they feel I make. But with them, all I ever get is honesty and support and respect. So with those friendships, it's different. But 
I've had other friends, like I've, I'm 35, like I've had other groups of friends and some groups, you know, I, I'm no longer a part of for whatever reason. And some friends, they just don't want to be my friends. And some friends, you know, the more that I pursue my career, the more that I, you know, put in the work in what I want to do, the more that they fall, fall back, you know. And I get that, you know, I, I, I read a lot. And I was reading, um, it's like these, like, not like little inspirational books, but I'll read, like, well, kind of like inspirational books. I just don't want to sound lame. But, you know, they were saying that when you're moving on to the next phase, like your next big phase in your life, that sometimes those people, they don't fit into that phase anymore, you know? And that's okay. And I try to think like that. I try to have that perspective of some people are not meant to be in your life forever or relationships change, you know, and, and I can tell myself that and it gives me a sense of ease where I'm not angry because I'm also not afraid of confrontation. So if I feel some type of way, I'm probably going to, you're probably going to know it kind of business. So with that, I feel like I've really grown and learned to kind of like woosah and like not have to address every everything because sometimes it's not worth it. It's not worth calling somebody out. It's not worth addressing it. It's just not. But now moving forward, you know, I... I really, I have questions. I see people that are always with their friends and this. I'm just like, is that normal or am I not normal? Or is that like above normal for friendships? Like, those are my questions, you know? And like I was saying, I've always struggled in the friend department when it comes to women. I can remember, and people like, I swear to you, the first time somebody disliked me, I was seven years old. I was seven years old and I had a group of friends and I remember this so clearly. I was seven years old. I had a group of friends. They, a new, another girl came into the group. She was a new, a new student and my group of friends, they dropped me. They dropped me. Um, I'm not sure if it was over a little boy, but I do remember there was this boy that I had this big crush on and he was kind of like my little boyfriend. Like he was always hanging out with me, whatever a little boyfriend is in at seven, which is like you just sit next to each other and you kind of like, you know, giggle and stuff. And then this new girl came in and she like kind of like wanted him. I know it sounds ridiculous at seven years old, but this is facts. And my group of friends, like they ended up kind of, like turning their back on me and and that was the first taste of what I was about to experience for the rest of my life at seven years old and and I was alone for a little bit and then kind of like the bad girl like the little outcast girls like they were my friends and and they were only my friends for a short period of time because I ended up moving from that school but I remember just feeling so devastated and I didn't understand why or what I had done for these girls to dislike me. I wasn't cute. I wasn't 
one of those little girls that were so stylish. I didn't have anything, you know. And during this time, I'm going through like major family crisis, you know, where we're we're about to lose our home. Um, at home, like sometimes it's like we can't even pay our bills, like our electricity's going off, our hot water's going off. We're eating like potatoes and beans for weeks. Like I was going through real adult shit and having to deal with, like I said, what would be the rest of my life that I'll have to deal with, which is people just not liking me and kind of like dealing with that. And I was seven, seven. And it would kind of go like that. I'm not going to lie. It would kind of go like that for the rest of my my school days. Uh, people not liking me. People, you know, talking shit about me. People wanting to beat me up. And again, I would never understand why. The worst was in high school. I think in middle school, I kind of just kept to myself a little bit. Um... I had like two friends and that was really it. I I I think one time like one group of girls wanted to beat me up because some little boy liked me. And what was a freshman? No, 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 that's high school. I was an 8th grader, 8th grader. No. 6th grader? 6th grader. I was a 6th grader and this 8th grader wanted to beat me up because she had a crush on this little this little boy. And I remember for like maybe two weeks, every day during nutrition at lunch, I would hide alone. Then I would like, I was a sixth grader, I like didn't know anybody. And this was a whole new school. And I would have to hide because these cholas, they were cholas, like, like legit. They were from the projects. Um, they would get like bust in. They would spend nutrition at lunch searching for me because they wanted to kick my ass. Because this boy liked me. And I didn't even like I didn't even like this boy. Like it wasn't even like that. I I and I was scared. I was scared. I'm a scaredy cat. I've never fought in my life. I've never physically fought in my life. Ever. Usually when people want to fight me, I can just like aggressively talk my way out of it. I feel like I'm People find me intimidating. I don't know about now, but back then people found me intimidating. And so I could kind of like, you know, avoid getting punched in the face. Um, so, yeah, I would hide. I would hide. And and then, you know, that's how I would spend my nutrition and lunch. And again, I'm going to repeat. I was not cool. I got picked on the most in middle school because I was... This was, you know, at a time when my family was extremely, extremely poor. And we couldn't afford anything. So I would wear the same clothes over and over. <clears throat> I didn't have anything new. Everything was hand-me-down used. And, you know, I remember, like, kids always picking on me. And, like, why do you always wear the same clothes every week? Like, why do you always wear the same thing? And it gave me this freaking... You know, I I felt like shit. And, you know, I didn't have... Like, what am I going to say, you know? I don't know. My family's poor. No, I just, like, kind of brushed it off. And that's it. That's all I could do. And I, like I said, I had, like, two 
two friends. And we ended up separating because we went to different high schools. My my friend and my like one friend that I had, which was a bummer because now I'm going to a high school. I don't have any friends. And you know, I'm I'm going in there kind of like brand new and this was it was hard. It was hard to make friends. I'm not going to lie. I would spend a lot of time alone and then I finally joined um the dance team the it was the color guard slash dance team like we were like a combo and i thought like i'm gonna make a bunch of friends wrong (laughs) people hated me even more they hated me even more and i spent my high school being probably the most hated person of my class and of the class before me yeah, so not only did the the class ahead of me hate me, but my own class didn't really care for me. Had like two friends, you know, when they weren't there, it was the worst. Like, it was just sad. Like, I look back and the the only part I did enjoy was the dancing part. I just enjoyed the performing part. That's where I excelled and that's what brought me joy and and people didn't have to like me, you know. I had a boyfriend. I did have one boyfriend, and a lot of people didn't like me because of him. Um, he wasn't like a jock or anything. He was just like a random guy who like bawled at the park, and um, yeah, I don't know. People hated me. I wasn't like stealing boyfriends. I wasn't super cool. Again, still, I was awkward. Um, I didn't feel it. I, w- I wouldn't consider myself to be one of the best looking girls in the school. Hell no. Hell no. I was not even close. So I didn't feel like that's where the hate came from. People would say like, oh, you're a bitch or you're conceited or you're stuck up. Like I got that a lot. And I'm like, conceited about what? Stuck up about what? Like just because I don't care for the validation of other 13 year olds, that means I'm a bitch. Like, I had so many other things going on in my life. And I had grown up really fast dealing with, you know, my family issues. And and I learned really fast that people, you know, don't like when somebody pushes against the grain. And I was kind of like that since I was a little girl. And that's why I have such thick skin and you know, as an adult, and it, maybe I'm a little emotion, emotionless, emotionless, that's what they, that's, and I am, I, I'm not gonna lie, people do say that, like, you're cold, and this and that, and it's not that I'm cold, it's just that I'm cautious, I'm very, very cautious, you know, what is it, uh, hurt me once, shame on me, hurt me twice, hurt me once, shame on you, hurt me twice, shame on me, that's kind of how I feel, you know, if I allow people to have that opportunity again, you know, that's, that's on me, so I'm very protective of my energy and my time and things like that, but yeah, so that was kind of like high school, right, my, my two friends, one is my year, the other one is the year above me, and you know, even then, even then, it's like I, I've only always had like one or two friends. Um, so after that, 
even those friendships were a little rocky during like those those stages where you're like 18 through like 20s we kind of like all were going our separate ways like they were doing college they're doing you know they have they had other groups of friends I jumped like head first into modeling and things like that so now I'm hanging out with other kinds of girls and and so it didn't really you know there was a time where it didn't really we didn't really mesh we weren't on the same page but we were always friends still um but I I look back at all the people that I've had in my life that I've called friend that I've called best friend that I've called sister that I've called family that I've let in and I look at where those relationships are now and where those people are now and and it just makes me wonder you know is it me no of course it's not me it's them listen to the title of my podcast it's not me it's you it's them but i someone said one time it's um these are the people i attract and why do i attract people that are like that i really don't know i don't know i know why i attract toxic men that yeah for 1000 percent, i attract i attract men that can't commit that are um kind of assholes like selfish um douche douchebags pretty much you know douchey guys i that's what i attract and i mean okay i can take that but i mean at this point i mean i don't even want to get into the top of a, of the kind of guys i date and all the freaking red flags that pop up when they you know walk by but i'm just talking about female friendships like we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about guys later um i have like red flag friendships and at now i'm gonna be 35 soon and i'm i don't know if i have the energy to make new friends at 35 if i were to make make a like a really good friend now that's still like another you know 40 years because i plan to live for a very long time there's still another like 40 years of friendship that we could have together right i mean assuming that they are destined to live as long as i but I think as it's harder, I think it's harder now to make genuine connections. I'm very cautious about who I let in, what their motives are. Not only that, I have kids now. So now it's always like, who do I want to have around my kids? They're going to be influencing my children if I have them around. So I think about things like that too. And, and I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of like, some days I don't care, some days I do, sometimes it's I'm lonely, sometimes I want to be alone. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, as adults, what what kind of friendships are we having? You know, is it just me being, reading too much into it? Is it, you know, facts, my friends suck? <laughs> not all of them. I'm going to say it's not all of them. They know my friends who know that they like my 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 forever friend they know that i'm not talking about them you know they know that this is not about them um you know but i'm just saying like what do adult friendships look like now 
what do adult friendships look like in the industry now? You know, being in the industry. I think that's the part that I, I worry most about because I'll meet people who are trying to get in. And I'm trying to get into, like, I've put in a lot of groundwork and so I don't feel like I'm starting from the bottom, bottom, but I'm at pretty much at the bottom, you know. I'm not making, you know, blockbuster movies yet and I'm getting out there and I'm putting in the work. So when I meet people that are trying to get in, um, I'm very skeptical of why they want to be my friend, you know. I, and I feel like I have to be, like, I have to be cautious, you know, and, and then that's why also I like to be in relationships, right? I like to have that one friend, like they're, when you get into a relationship, they're like your forever friend. I mean, well, ideally, they would be your forever friend. That's why you get into a relationship, right? You're looking for that one person. But I think also that's why it's really easy for me to connect with guys like that, because when you have those relationships or situationships, they are there for you. You build something with them. You have conversations. You have, you know, you spend time together. You do things. I know, like, I can call them and talk and talk about my day and vent and do all those things. And it would be nice to have a girl to do that with, but I don't. So, you know, maybe I lean more towards having these complicated you know situationships because at the end of the day loneliness is loneliness right and I don't want to come off all super dowdy and sad and I know like this topic can go like that and I'm not even saying poor me because I'm super blessed I've I there are a lot of great people around me and I love I would love for those relationships to flourish more and and become stronger friendships. And I feel like in the past year, this past year into now, I have met people that I feel like I could have genuine relationships with, friendships. So I am looking up, or not looking up, looking forward to to seeing like how those play out. But I'm talking about more like during the long road, like the people that were with me you know, a couple years ago, they kind of fell off. Like, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, does any, does, do you guys experience that? Do you guys feel like you had a bunch of friends? And now you have like one, maybe a cat, a couple cats. Sometimes I'm just here at home talking to my, my baby cat. That's her name. Like, it's just me and her. And that's why I got her. Isn't that sad? I got baby cat because um, when my ex decided he wanted the kids 50-50, I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do with all this extra time? I'm going to be alone. I don't do good alone. I'm sorry. I don't care if I'm codependent. I don't do good alone. I just told somebody the other day, I'm the worst independent woman. I am. I, I, I don't do good alone. So, I got her, she could be my little indoor companion, and she does an amazing job at it. She gives me all the cuddles and love, you know, that I need. She doesn't talk back, but I feel like she listens to me, you know. She lets me vent it out to her. She sits there. She blinks her eyes. I know she feels me. But, yeah, that's kind of, like, what my week was. My week was deep thought about friendships and a lot of work. A lot of working and a lot of thinking. And so let me know what you guys think, you know, let me know if I'm tripping. If I am, then tell me like, you're tripping, like, this is totally normal. 
It's not just you. We all go through that. It makes me feel a little better when I know I'm not the only one on the boat, you know? And sometimes it does feel like that. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I'll hit you up. And it's like, it's, it's allowing new people into your world and knowing what their intention is, why they want to spend time with you. If somebody were hit, were to hit me up and they want to spend time, usually it's men though. Let's be honest. Usually men are the ones that are hitting me up like, oh, let's go this and that. Are, is your intention because you're trying to get something or is it because you want to be my friend? I'm going to say 99.9% of the time, it's because you're trying to hook up or things like that. Because you don't know me well enough to just want to genuinely be my friend. Right? I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But that's kind of what I feel right now. But anyways, that's my little rant on friends. Friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> Not me. I don't have any friends. I'm just kidding. I have a couple. Um, but the, for the couple that have hung around, you know, for all those years, like, I appreciate you. You know, that's a, a, my, they're my security blanket. I know that no matter where or what happens in my life and my career, like, they, they're about me. They want to be my friend because of me genuinely, who I am as a person, all the shitty things about me and all the good things about me you know and that's that is what friendship is right when they love the worst in you and the best of you and it doesn't matter they love you all equally this they they love you all the same so I will end it there on that you know just you know take a look around I feel like it's it, it is important I feel like friendship I've learned that friendship is super important the older I get. Deep, meaningful, meaningful friendships are important to have. Because there are people, yeah, people are a dime a dozen. I could go out and meet a new girl and have, you know, a little friend fling or whatever. But I'm talking about the people that genuinely want to see you win, that are there to support you, that are there to pick you up when you're down, that call and check in on you, that care about what you have going on those friendships are rare and and important 1000%. So I'm going to end it there with that. But I also want to say that coming up, you know, if you guys don't, please do. I always say follow me on Instagram at Ashley Alvarez official so you can check out all the stuff I have going on with acting, modeling, um and all this other stuff that I can't talk about yet, but I will be able to talk about really, really soon. Um, There's a lot of good things coming up. I have a photo shoot this weekend uh, that I'm looking forward to. So I'm sure you guys, you know, you can go on my Instagram. I'll be posting about that, probably doing a little BTS behind the scenes. And then the following weekend, I'll be at La Bula, La Bula, La Bula. And you can hit me up for the info and DM me. I can send you a link if you want to get your tickets. I will be part of the fashion show working with the amazing, talented wardrobe diva. She creates all her pieces by hand. You're definitely not going to want to miss this fashion show. It's going to be hot. That's all I can say. I don't want to give anything away, but I'm saying it's going to be hot. So get your tickets. Come hang out with me. Let's um, 
let's make some friendships, guys. All right. Everybody have a great freaking week. The weather has been beautiful. Enjoy it. My little girl's birthday is this Friday. She's going to be six years old. And, you know, I'm I'm just looking forward to everything that this week has. So everybody be safe out there. Have a great week. Kill it. And I will see you guys back next week. Bye.